What is social media doing to us? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and I have depression and anxiety. I'm here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Most of us are on social media and it is impacting us greatly in all kinds of ways. So we're going to chat all things social media today. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm not sure where I was scrolling yesterday, but somewhere I came across um, an article about young girls seeking reconstructive surgery to look more like a Snapchat filter. So I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 16. Having the internet on my phone was not a thing until I was at least 20 years old. Um, And I'm forever grateful for that. Like the filters we had on our MacBooks that they gave us in college were like black and white or like, uh, like brown ombre looking color, like not anything like what they have now. Or it like in, um, what would that look like? Like fishbowl, right? Like those were the craziest filters we had. Nothing that made you look like flawless by any means. So I'm so grateful for that, that I did not, you know, spend my childhood using Snapchat filters because what's happening is these girls, these, these kids, these children are literally wanting to look like that in real life, like getting disappointed because they spend so much time with a filter over their face that they don't really know what they even look like. And then when they look in a mirror, they don't like what they see. And I'm not saying there's anything against reconstructive surgery, but it does make me question like, what is happening? What is happening that you literally feel like how you look needs to look like an unachievable Snapchat filter? Like, wow. Right. And Photoshop has been around for years. People have been changing their bodies. They, we see it all the time in media. You know, we see these models who appear flawless to us. Even they are having changes modified to them before going into print or whatever. And it's these unrealistic, unachievable expectations of what you're supposed to look like. And I just want to talk about that today because. Even as adults, I know some of us are falling into that. And social media, you guys know, I love it. I live on Instagram, right? So I'm not bashing it by any means. But if you already have a fragile sense of self, a fragile self-esteem, these kinds of apps can be extremely detrimental. So I use social media to raise awareness about mental health, to remind people we're not alone, to connect with other people who have similar struggles to me. But one of the rules that I recently came across was that I would um, stop filtering my face. Like you will hardly ever catch me with a filter on. I might swipe over to one of the like brighter filters, but I'm not going to use something that, you know, totally changes the way I look because I for me, I want you guys to see the real me whenever I'm on social media. And 
if you are someone who wants to use a filter and you think that you can handle it and like that boosts your self-esteem or you make you feel good, like go for it, right? No judgment. I'm just, I, I recently adopted this, like, I guess I wouldn't say recently. When I started putting my life on social media, I had to recognize any potential consequences, aka clients finding me, aka other professionals finding me, right? Anything like that, where if you put your life out there, it could eventually be used against you. And so I just made this rule. Don't say anything on social media that you wouldn't say to someone in person in real life. Okay. So do I walk around telling my clients about my anxiety and depression? No, absolutely not. But if they found out about it, I already feel like I know how I would handle that situation and be like, Okay, thank you for telling me. I'm not really sure how this impacts our relationship. If you have concerns, we can certainly talk about it, but I'd like to get the focus back onto you, right? Like I can be very professional. So I had to make that decision that if I'm going to be on social media, don't do anything that, you know, is is going to could be held against you. I feel the same way about if I I shouldn't say if when we start doing the anxious therapist retreats, right? And we start doing weekends and we're meeting in real life. I want you to see me and your only shock being, wow, you're really tall (laughs) because that's what everyone says. But I want you to be like, yep, that's exactly the girl who shows up on social media. The same energy, the same look, the same everything, right? I want people to be in this space and be free to be themselves. And in order to do that, I have to lead by example. So Yeah, I guess I'm a little upset that people have gone so far on social media as to find a need to change themselves permanently to look more like how they're depicted online. That's really hard for me. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around it and I have only been sitting with this for a day. So if you have an alternative point of view or better understanding of this situation and you'd like to reach out and we could talk about it, that would be amazing because I'm a little uh, baffled right now. I have a hard time with kids and their level of engagement on social media anyway, but that's just a personal preference. I feel like it uh, can be a really harmful place if you're not careful. And as a grown woman, I'm still cultivating a safe environment. I wouldn't anticipate that these 10, 11, 12 and up, you know, that they could do that for themselves, that they could say, this is harmful. I work with adolescents every single day. My teenage girl clients going, every time I get on Instagram, I'm comparing myself to these women. And logically, I know that they don't maybe look like that all the time or that they were perfectly posed for the picture or that the, you know, lighting was really great, but I can't help it. And I want to look like that. And so then we, you know, are working through eating disorders and depression and anxiety and this need to like be in control and it's unreal. And I also work with adults who feel the same way, who say social media doesn't really add anything to my life, but you know, it's happening it's a hit of dopamine. When you open up your social media apps, when you log in and there's that little red button that says you have a notification, it's a rush of dopamine. It's a feel good. You're like, oh, someone engaged with me on the internet. Cool. Right? So we check it often, frequently, just to get that rush. That's why it becomes addicting. That's why it's like a drug. Okay? We mindlessly open up our phones to check 
because we don't just have people walking through our everyday lives saying, hey, I like you and I think you're funny. But when we log in online, they do that for us. They're commenting, they're liking, they're laughing. They're engaging with us in a way that we are not maybe getting in our normal everyday lives. So we become addicted to it. It can be so harmful. So what do we do about it? Just like with everything else in our lives, we need to have boundaries and we need to have boundaries for our loved ones too. If you're a parent, if you're you know, a, a guardian of some sort, if you're a role model to someone, I want you to be thinking about the example that you set. Something that I've been doing with my nieces and nephews, you know, they have their own cell phone that they use just to call their mom. Um, they have a few games on it, but she has really good um, boundaries for them as far as like screen times and things like that. So when I'm with them and my my niece who loves me, she was my, one of the flower girls in my wedding. She's obsessed with me, won't leave me alone when I'm with her. And I love that. One of the things she always tries to do is go, can we go on your phone? And she'll want to take selfies and whatever, be cute for a little bit. But then she'll go, do you have any games and all this stuff and want to look. And she's like, oh, you have TikTok? And I'm like, yes, but we're spending time together right now. So I I need you to not, oh my gosh, if you can hear that, my cat is scratching the mirror. And this is just one of those real life moments that I'm not going to take out of the episode. So anyway, I will let it, I'll take a few selfies with her and then we'll say we're putting the phone away because I know that's a boundary her mom has set and I want to respect that that I'm not going to introduce her to my TikTok which has algorithms for me an adult which she might see things that she shouldn't be seeing you know not that I'm like looking at anything terrible but you never know right and so I want to make sure that I respect those boundaries so you can set those boundaries for yourself you can set our phones even you can set like limits to how long you're allowed to be on a certain app each day. I mean, you can do that for your kids. You can do that for yourself. You just have to make the decision that I'm going to get my dopamine hit somewhere else, not on social media. And I'm guilty of this too. It's very much something I'm still working on because I'm addicted and I'm like, you know, launching programs or, you know, working with one-on-one clients. And so I want to be present. I want to be like, hey, You know, I know you just sent me a DM an hour ago and I want to get back to you ASAP, right? But we need to realize and distinguish the difference between real life and like if I'm out living my life, I don't need to document every second of it. I don't need to be present. It's so ridiculous as to I used to not be able to move my body without putting it on Instagram somewhere, either a sweaty selfie or in my Instagram stories. And I still like to show my workout sometimes. I still like to share when I'm out on a hike or whatever, but I don't do it every time. I would say less than a quarter of the time am I doing it anymore. You know, I'll dance party, have my pre- And then you won't see anything from me. Whereas you used to see, you know, a minute long clip on my Instagram stories of me working out. And I just realized like that's not really benefiting anyone, first of all. So what's the point? Like, yeah, I want to set a good example and show you that I'm moving. But I used to do it as a form of like, hey, do this with me too. And now I'm like, do you boo? So just be cautious, be mindful of how you're spending your time the example that you're setting for those people around you. And together we can just move forward with that mindset and that level of awareness.
If you have any other insight or thoughts about social media, please don't hesitate to reach out at The Anxious Therapist on Instagram or The Anxious Therapist Podcast Facebook group. Um, This is a touchy subject. You know, we are surrounded by social media. It's a rarity if someone's not on social media. You're like, hey, what's your Instagram? And they're like, I don't have one, right? Um, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. It's so prevalent right now. And we need to start paying attention because right now there are no long-term effects of social media like research-wise studies being done on how it's impacting us and I think we're starting to see the beginning of it as these kids are growing up with it in their lives like we didn't grow up with it right I used to go to the middle school and go in the office if I needed to call home because I didn't have a phone in my pocket to text one of my parents you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for that, but we don't know what's going to happen to these kids who are able to stay up all night talking to their friends who are, you know, on social media, seeing everything under the sun, because there's very little limits. There's just not enough knowledge right now. So as adults, we need to be careful. We need to be mindful and paying attention for our own sanity and for our loved ones. I would love to engage in conversation. If you have any other thoughts about this, I hope you enjoyed this episode and it sparked some thoughts for you and some, you know, piqued your interest as far as the time you are spending on social media and how you can maybe set better boundaries for yourself. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for our time together and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.